What? 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 Sorry, I was putting on pajamas. Uh, I, I tuned out when I heard when I, I went to change shirts when I heard. Did anyone listen to Trump's State of the Union? I uh, I started watching it and then I decided to not. Because mm-hmm. once I realized, like he was very much so, like actually reading the script that whomever from his actually wrote from him, I realized it wasn't going to be like anything entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just kind of what you expected. He announced uh, social health care for all, um, open immigration. Yeah, no no wall um, anymore, right? No, he said we're going to actually take down the fence um, and provide channels for uh, legal immigration for everyone. With, with financial assistance. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Amnesty with, with finance mm-hmm. is, the, mm-hmm. is the catchphrase. Got it, got um, it. And then he announced uh, 80% tax on the uh, 10 million plus bracket on the super rich. So, you know, it's kind of things that you just expected him Mm -hmm. uh, to do, to do. So that's cool. Yeah, no, that's um, really out of the ordinary. Yeah. Also, don't fact check us. I mean, it's good to hear, you know, if you wanted to hear it firsthand, but it wasn't anything unexpected. Yeah, I appreciated Bernie Sanders staging a coup. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to join his new nation. I think that'll be fun. I don't know about fun. It seems like a lot of work. That's all right. I'm down for the work. Yeah. Unlike well, yeah, the GOP. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be the new president of New Africa. It's going to be great. <laughs> oh, speaking of a total plug for Killer Mike's new Netflix show, Triggered. Or Trigger, Trigger Warning, warning. right? Yeah, yeah, trigger warning. Oh my god. I have not laughed that hard in a very long time. I've watched it so many times already. It's so good. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. And Jay, mm-hmm. we just watched it when Jay was up here. <clears throat> that happened. Just from the very first episode, you're like, this is fucking ludicrous, <laughs> but he's really going to do this shit. And like, there's yeah. definitely the hints of satire to all of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But it still is just rooted in, like, reality and yeah because i've kind of been back and forth on that a little bit where it's like yeah but you're not actually doing this as much as it's showing you know what i mean but mm. at the same time i was like it doesn't have to the point is to promote or is to get across a message and you know talk about whatever issues that he wants to address in yeah. each particular episode mm-hmm. like the education he- one <laughs> I want to see those videos. It's like yeah. you're not actually advocating to show pornography in schools, but I catch your drift. Yeah. But if we had educational porn, it would be more useful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, even in that one, I think he brings up some very good uh, political points and societal points more. Like, school doesn't teach us to think. Mm-hmm. Like, prison, teach, it teaches us to obey. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't promote free thinking or whatever nonsense we pretend mm-hmm. it does. Yeah. It is well, that's exclusively where it's like, indoctrinating. There is a study in California where when, when elementary school students make the switch from third to fourth grade, where they stop focusing on teaching them the skills and they start doing more reading-based learning, like books and textbooks and articles and like reading more, 
um, that's the age where like students start attending like doing less well in school because they never really emphasize the same literacy and yep. like some kids never got the same access to literacy training as others because not everybody can do preschool yeah hashtag governor Newsom universal pre-k very interesting hey speaking of um what is california doing now that you guys don't have a power company <laughs> we still do i think <laughs> technically i'm signed up for clean power as actually no that's a lie our landlord has us on pg e yeah exactly um, um but i mean you know, it, was chapter, it was chapter 11 so it's the reformat or re it's the one where yeah, you all of their the stuff. Community. Yeah, and all their stuff is subject mm -hmm. to the courts, the bankruptcy yeah. people and stuff. Yeah, uh, you know, we're we're researching, you know, the best alternatives to ensure that San Franciscans, at least, uh, have the opportunity to partake in clean power programs uh, without being mm -hmm. subject to, you know, fines that may be incurred due to these bankruptcy filings. Yeah. Well, I mean, green energy is what's, I imagine, how, causing a lot of that bankruptcy, that and the wildfires. Well, yeah, I mean the fact that everything's right. on fire and that yeah, they yeah. are liable for a ridiculous amount of negligence. Yeah. Not, not as much as, like, the <clears throat> national media narrative is saying. Yeah, but it's still, it's a pretty, yeah. a pretty substantial chunk. Like, I think it, um, what was it, the, in the San Diego wildfire they ended up having to pay out like five mm -hmm. point some odd billion mm -hmm. yeah so yeah which is also crazy because like you think like oh wow look at all this money that gets comes from lawsuits and wildfires but if they determine like like, like there's one in i don't remember somewhere in california where it was determined that it was just a a wildfire that started like at a homeless camp nearby mm -hmm. all those all that nobody there's nobody at fault so there's nobody to sue yeah so like which obviously i mean i'm not saying like oh we should go and sue her but like if your house gets torched and you don't have insurance because whatever reason I, i'm not going to judge you offhand all your belongings that got get burned down you have no re mm -hmm. no way to get them back yeah or like you know no yeah. That's the same with like just... earthquake insurance. Like, yeah, there's such a low percentage of Californians that have earthquake insurance, and it's crazy because it's like an earthquake. You can't sue people for an earthquake. Yeah, like maybe you can sue your landlord if you're a renter. But yeah, most renters have. Like, well, not most. I don't know how many renters or how many landlords have um, have earthquake insurance on their properties. Yeah. Plus, earthquake insurance is shaky at best. <laughs> Should we do an oh. intro now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just so we can end this podcast sooner. Welcome to the Completely Unprepared Podcast. My name is David. 
I'm heifer bell pepper. Yeet. <laughs> oh, how are you guys doing? I'm pretty yeet. How are you? Um, I'm, I'm not playing that game. I'm okay. currently. I don't know what ye- I don't know what yeet is. <coughs> what is yeet? <laughs> oh boy. Oh, what boy. is yeet? That 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 is my favorite soundbite ever. Now. That's gonna be my ringtone, David. Just <laughs> over and over. What is yeet? <laughs> you can, we should do a remix on that one. What is he? What is he? What is he? <laughs> <laughs> I'll get on it. Still have not answered my question. Great. <laughs> not going to either. Because right. Jay doesn't even know what it is. He just saw some YouTube vlogger. Nobody knows what it is, it. but it's provocative. It gets the people going. Okay. I mean, as evidenced by the fact that we're obviously up and going about it. Yeah. It's just one of those Gen Z phrases that um, is dumb. Okay. You know, like we had YOLO, they have yeet. It's just, mm. it's just dumb shit. That so it was a YouTube vlogger. Well, I think... Oh, uh, no, th- this one, that, that one's been going on for a while. I just felt like jumping on it tonight because I was bored. I'm more of a fan of you. Currently eating a rotisserie chicken. You know what was really cool last night, by the way? Just completely unrelated to anything whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I had a train to myself. Wasn't that train it, also delayed like a number of hours? Yes, very many hours. It was ridiculous. What time but did you end up getting home? 3.30. Jesus Christ. Note that, that is I the was appropriate to, response. Yeah, I was meant to be home sometime between like 11 and 11.30. Just for reference. But uh, Amtrak, Amtrak had a very bad day yesterday, and uh, my train didn't I know leave. good, very bad day. Yeah, and everything that could go wrong, especially re- re- particular to my trip, uh, did go wrong. Like, I got the, I got to this train station at 7.30, and they said, um, the bridges are closed, or there's some like bridge closure. When this happens, it usually takes about 20 extra minutes. So I said, fine. 7.40, 7.50. I'll, I'll leave then. That's cool. Um, did not get there within 20 minutes or anything. Two hours later, oh. a different a different train showed up. Um, one that was coming from like Sacramento or some shit. Uh, so it's like the bigger you know train. And it's already like multiple hours late. And the guy comes on the over the speaker and says, "All right, here's what we're gonna do because the trains are still not here. If you are sorry, Ahem. if you were on train 508, which is my train, you can get onto this train and we'll drop you off at your destination uh, for all stations going north except for Tequila, which was of course That's my you. station. Yikes. Yeah." And uh, apparently I was the only person at that station who was going to Tequila. So The only one? Damn. Oh, the only one. Because I guess it's too small of a station for like the big train to stop at. That's why they had to... And then the guy was like... I asked the guy, I was like, oh, so what do I have to do? And he said, here's what I'm, I'm going to try and see if they can do like a, a whistle stop, whatever that means, at Tequila for you. So okay. he tries to get me. So I'm like, okay, cool. And about 10, 20, 20 minutes later, I don't know. More minutes later, 
he comes to me and says, um, yeah, Sorry. they're not going to be, they're not going to be able to do a whistle stop for you, whatever the fuck that means. So it's just going to be a while. We're going to, we we're, and by this point, my train had actually showed up, even, even though everyone's still packing onto the other train. And he said, your train now, you're, you're still going to get have to get on that train. But the problem is the engineer for your train has already done his engineer hours for the day or something like that. Oh, so he God. can't go. So we have to wait for another train that's going to be here in 30 minutes. And then we're going to take that engineer and use him for your train. I was like, oh, my God. So by the time we I finally got out of there, I think it was like 11.40 or something like that. Um, by the time I finally left Portland for my 7.20 train. Yeah, that's my personal hell. Yeah. I, I don't mind uh, like when things get delayed. I hate when things are indefinite. When I'm just sitting there like, I don't know when things are going to happen. Like if they had told me from the start, like, you're going to leave three hours late today. I'd be like, oh, You'd be like, okay, shit. three hours late. Right. Yeah. And then I'd just wait three hours and I wouldn't care. But like sitting there not knowing for three hours was the worst. But then they finally, once they finally got me like sitting on my train, it still was like another 30 minutes before my train left. But by when I finally was sitting on the train, but yeah. at least at that point, I was like, okay, I'm sitting here. No matter what, I'm going that way. And I like calmed down and just uh, rode. Just also, ride the wave. Yeah. I made it my girlfriend's problem too because I just like called her up and like talked to me because I'm going through hell here. We're in this together. <laughs> Kira, yeah. what are you doing right now? I'm packing my groceries. Oh. What's in the bag? Wrestling. Uh, a lot of fruits and veggies, hence the uh, the plastic bags because I'm a little a little particular about putting all of my fruits and veggies in uh, the plastic bags at the grocery store. Oh, yeah, yeah, because uh, it's like, it, yeah, there are some exceptions, but in general, I, I do also. Anyway, sorry for the background noise. I didn't mean to. No, it's, it's all right. <laughs> be a dick. <laughs> I was just Except wondering what I you were doing. Did. Um. Oh. I do believe that some sports happened this weekend. Oh. What? I think I think our conversation is more interesting than said sports. So sports. everybody seems to agree with that. They they seem to agree yeah. that this was the most boring Super Bowl ever to have Super Bowled. I don't know about that. But it was pretty boring. No, I know. People are getting carried away on on how boring they think it was. I mean that's the convenient Social narrative, media? right? No. Yeah. Like Oh, I didn't watch any of the Super Bowl because it was just like so boring. No, Karen, you just didn't watch any of the Super Bowl because you were trying to hit on that one guy in the fleece vest in the corner who can't even make a proper cocktail. Fleece vest. Come on. Karen. They all wear fleece vests. It was a Patriots participant. Yeah, fair point. Ugh. And I feel like a lot of times when someone talks about the Super Bowl, and how boring the Super Bowl is. Like, I agree it's a terribly boring one, but I think a lot of times when people say it is, they just don't like football. And yeah. <laughs> they go to a Super Bowl party because someone just said they're going to have a Super Bowl party, and they're like, oh, let's go to a Super Bowl. So I don't go to Super Bowl parties. They're the, they're the worst. Yep. A bunch of people who don't give a shit about football pretending that they do. And you're just like, 
It's also just like what's wrong with America, oh. you know? Yeah. It's don't like, be oh. sheep, people. If you don't like something, don't do it. Mm -hmm. don't, you don't have to criticize it. You don't have to put it down. Just don't. Just don't do it. Yep, and yet people still do it, and as such, mm -hmm. the NFL is still a multi-billion-dollar organization that can afford to bribe people to display its fake messaging of "we care." Roger Goodell cares about black people. <laughs> yeah, well, um, the commercials were not even very redeeming, which normally there are at least a couple. Um, no, there, there were no, there was one. There was the Doritos commercial, and that's only interesting if you like Chance the Rapper. Exactly, like, like anybody who did not know who he was did not care. Yeah, I feel like. However, I live in yeah. San Francisco, where every person tries to be cool and, as such, generally likes Chance the Rapper. So I'm lucky. Ah uh, yes. I love when rappers go mainstream, but it's like underground rappers going mainstream. And then uh, people still act like they're underground still. Yeah, it's bro. Like, have you heard his tape acid rap? No, actually. Wow. Shocker. I <laughs> have not. I'm so, is that on the cloud of sound? Gosh darn. <laughs> I am just, oh, you are, you, Chad, you are just blowing my mind right now with your <laughs> rap knowledge. Yep. Tell me, have you heard of a rapper called Jay-Z? He's pretty <laughs> spiffy. Sorry, I'm taking this way too. <laughs> no, no, I like it. If you like Sinatra, you'll like Jay Z and Biggie. <laughs> Actual facts, <laughs> according to Killer Mike. I, you know, I thought about it a lot. I, I kind of see it. You know, it's got the big, like the big band kind of feel to it. You know, the grandiose mm -hmm. sound. I feel like oh. I would always equate Sinatra more to Nelly, but that's just me. Is it particularly? Uh... <laughs> Magna Carta, Holy Grail. Mm. Oh, so good. I forgot about that album. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I have not I been as... I forgot about most of Jay-Z's albums because they're not on Spotify, so they don't exist. Oh, man, you stole my joke! <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of music, the halftime show. So um, so that's I'm not so going to lie. I don't understand why everyone was making the SpongeBob reference. And maybe that's just because I'm not as familiar with Travis Scott. What? Oh no. So oh, what happened was the inner. So when Steven Hillenburg died, uh, yeah. people made, made a online petition. They got like a million signatures or some shit like that to have them play sweet uh, victory from the, Super Bowl. From the episode? Yeah. They wanted that played at the Super Bowl. And then Maroon 5, I think, made a joke about that they were going to do it. And the internet lost its mind, and now they're upset that it didn't happen. But it's this like, is why you never you, verify the internet. Yeah, but it's like, why Why do you even need that? Like, if you want to watch that episode, just go watch that episode. There's mm. nothing special about it. of them, like Because all they would have done was played your stupid song on the big screen there. I mean, which it is what the Dallas Stars did. And it wasn't <clears throat> exciting. Yeah. Give the and, internet kids what they want. Like, if it was a good meme, I would be down for it. But it's a shit meme. Like, yeah. Well, the thing... So, so per, per hack, 
Per mm-hmm. Macklin, who is my my resident all things uh, internet expert, um, he said that apparently Travis Scott like played a snippet of this this song from this SpongeBob episode. They played and, it right after his song, yeah. Yeah, and got like everybody, like. I mean, honestly, that's, I just have major respect for Travis Scott as a result of that. Like, well, he didn't way to it. just fuck with people. Well, whoever did it, just way to fuck with people. Like, I, I yeah. respect that wholeheartedly. Yeah. They just did, like, the intro to the SpongeBob thing where they did like, a little trumpet fanfare, and then they pulled off it and continued on with She Will Be Loved or something like that. Oh, that's the greatest transition in all of musical history. Yeah, there was no good transitions in that. Speaking uh-huh. of, there was no there was no cohesiveness to what they were doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was to the point that we were um, sitting there going, "So, like, where's Travis? Is he just gone?" <laughs> which which was the best part. I, I like to imagine what they did because he like went and crowd surfed was how he left the stage. And just disappeared. I like to imagine he was like, "Hey, he just kept going. Take me back to the stage," and everyone was like, "Nope, <laughs> <laughs> keep throwing him backwards." I was sick of most shit. Wish more for him to be like, nope, I'm sorry, bye. Um, Colin Kaepernick said it was okay. (laughs) But but for for reference, uh, with all the people that, you know, like bailed on the halftime show because Colin Kaepernick, like the show Solidarity, um, Travis Scott at some point said, Oh yeah, I asked Colin Kaepernick, and he said it was okay. And then Colin Kaepernick was like, "No, I didn't." <laughs> yeah. So that was really awkward. Yep, not a good look. <laughs> yeah, and it was just—it was just such an uninspired halftime show. Like, it was honestly, an I don't inspired game. Yeah, it was a perfect metaphor for the game because uh, it was like I can sit there and be like, "Yeah, technically they're doing a good job there," but it's really not exciting. Yep. Because, like, the whole point of the halftime show, uh, it's not about you playing your music. I could give a damn about your music that you're playing. It's about nipples. Yeah, exactly. It's about putting on a good show, making it exciting. And that was not an exciting show. It would be like watching a 500-lap NASCAR race without any passing. Yeah. Or just a 500-lap NASCAR race. Okay, well, I like that. Sorry. So, never mind. Kira, same coin. Same um Um, yeah but uh yeah no it was like i don't like lady gaga and i don't really like Katy perry necessarily i don't dislike either of them i just don't they performed they did such great halftime shows they were spectacles you know there's a lot to talk about there's it was interesting it was exciting i don't care about the music that's being played i want you to do some something interesting it was not good also Maroon 5 wasn't very good. They were good, and now they're not good. I have... Can, yep. I'm going to ask a question. Can I... Yeah, I guess I can compost bones. Okay, cool. Um, what? <laughs> I got a rotisserie chicken for dinner, and I just cleaned it off to, like, oh. have Whew. the whole meat for, like, the, right. whole, the whole week. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, uh, you're just like, can I compost bones? <laughs> wow, hey, I really everyone. don't like Maroon 5. trying to figure out what to do with my landlord. <laughs> uh, 
You never gave us the new blinds you promised, Larry. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> no, I mean, like Maroon 5, like, I'm not going to lie. Their shit's catchy. And I have always like their old stuff. I, I don't I don't believe in guilty pleasures because I just get joy. Yeah. And I feel like it's not something that I should feel guilty about. I um, I, I like Mar- Maroon Five songs are pleasing to my ears and See? to my body when I am drunk and want to <laughs> dance. See, this is how I, I describe them. Their first album, uh, songs about Jane. In my opinion, and it's just my opinion. I know people will disagree. Uh, I think that's like top 10 albums that I've ever listened to. Um, and then I think each album after that has been in a linear decline. Each album was slightly worse than the last album. So I kind of liked the next one. I kind of liked the one after that. And, and before long, by the time you got to V, I was just like, what, what is this? Yeah. Even overexposed. Well, it was very repetitive. I, yeah. I was say even overexposed. I was just like, I'm very, confused with what this album is now or what this band is now and then by they're just pop right yeah but they they always but they were they were pop in like a um uh they i'm not gonna say alternative but they they weren't they weren't they were played on mainstream radio but if you listened to their actual album like the ones that were on the radio were the only like poppy songs, like "She Will Be Loved," "Sunday Morning," whatnot. But like "Secret," "Sun," uh, "Shiver," like like these songs weren't. Oh, "Shiver" was so good. Yeah, they weren't. Yeah, they're po- they're they're post alternative pop. So there we go. For? Thank you, Jay. I knew if Is I that was on their Wikipedia page. Was that? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, see, I, I'm so shitty. I don't know about. I mean, I feel like Jay's probably better at this, but like, I'm so shitty at genres. That if I'm trying to describe a band that I like, I have to look them up on their Wikipedia page and like look in the right hand sidebar for like category of music or genre or whatever it says and just reference that. Mm. So I was curious if that's what their uh, their Wikipedia page had said about them. Mm. Their genres on the Wikipedia say pop, pop rock, funk rock, blue eyed soul, neo soul, soft rock. I don't see the soul. But. Funk rock, that's interesting. I like that it says that they're pop rocks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. I uh yeah, I'm 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 a, f- a fan of their older stuff. I have no no use for their new stuff. <laughs> there is no place for you here, Maroon 5 of the future. <laughs> what's impressive is they managed to make it so we're not talking about Imagine Dragons anymore yeah <laughs> yeah if you want to talk yeah. about shitty music I don't think either of those bands are better than the other really? Um, I... not anymore yeah no, I no. would say songs at, at, about current. Jane yeah. Yeah. I, don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't count albums that came out when I was in middle school because all of oh. those albums the best. I mean, it's the only you can't ride I the, still like Green Day. Yeah. I mean, you can't ride those laurels forever. Oh, like Dookie? Yeah, that was definitely before I was in middle school. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. American Idiot was 
2004, so that would have been yeah. I know. I think fifth or sixth grade. Yeah, that, that was, was just off the fucking deep end. Yeah. What did come out in middle school for Green Day was um, I don't know, actually I think it was in high school by the time they came out. What, what was the? They had like an end of the world album or something. Oh yeah, they're like it was like experimental. It was um like some. 21st Century Breakdown. What? 21, 21st Century Breakdown was the one that I was thinking of. End of the world. Guns. <laughs> I think Isn't they that... had the words end of the world. And I think they have that in every album, just so we're clear. Oh, for sure. Um, isn't? Well, I mean, the whole entire... Was it Was it Duke or was it self-titled where it was like all the crazy shit on the album cover? I can't remember. Dookie. Yeah. That was that like a work of art. Super cool. That was such a cool drawing. I remember just looking yeah. at that for like hours. And getting lost. Yeah. Like the Where's Waldo fucking yeah. old punk. Bullshit. Did you know that they're a Bay Area band? Listening to She. Yep. Yeah. That's true. I thought they were Canadian. No. They were formed right nope. here. They actually had, I think. I don't know. I think the original location is still open. Uh, they had one in Oakland by the Fox Theater, but they had a restaurant called Rudy's Can't Fail Cafe. Hmm. And it was owned by Billy Joe Armstrong. And like they had like creepy Barbie dolls all over the place. It was pretty sick. They were originally part of the punk scene at the DIY 924 Gilman Street Club in Berkeley. Which is big in the early punk scene. Yeah. Good old days. The good good old days. Why did I know he was Canadian? Somebody told me he was Canadian. The lead singer of Sum 41 is. Like, Sum 41 as a band is Canadian. Maybe that's where the mix-up is. Because I can see those two being pretty, not like interchangeable, but they were often played alongside one another in my youth. Well, no, growing They're up, both- somebody told me that the re- that and, and this must have just been, you know what? I think I figured it out. Somebody's parents was trying to make them not pay attention to the criticalness towards the U.S. government. Because somebody <laughs> growing up told me that the reason why he's so negative about America is because he's actually from Canada. <laughs> yeah. I think I've, I think I solved this. Because, you know, Canadians, they're always so critical of the United States. Those, those they're always such Canadians. aggressive people. They're always so, such aggressive people. Hey, them they Canadians. are. They're so rude and so mean and just known for never being nice at all. 12-year-old me bought it. And it took 26-year-old me to question it. But yeah, so <laughs> if you're listening, you learned something. Billy Joe Armstrong, not Canadian. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I feel like that could be we a all, <laughs> Who's somebody that you thought was Canadian, but actually hails from a different country? I feel like it's easier to find people that you think are from America and actually turn out to be Canadians. Like Celine Ryan Reynolds. Dion. Yeah, Celine Dion. For Chad sure. Kroger, Seth Rogen. <laughs> Ava Levine. Justin Bieber, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're never. Carly Rae Jepsen. Wait, Carly Rae Jepsen's Canadian? Mm-hmm. Then I explain. Okay. On the reverse track of Maroon 5 in my book is Carly Rae Jepsen. Um, 
like her music's gotten super catchy and good and poppy ever since Call Me Maybe. And I saw her at Outside Lands, although I did not pay for tickets. I volunteered and got admission uh, for free because I would not pay for those because no. But we're working this payment though. I, I well, yeah, that's true. But my my hours are not even that. Let's be real. My time's not very valuable. That's oh. true. Yeah. Um. But anyway, Carly Rae Jepsen. Decent, decent growth as a musician, I would say. I I hmm. haven't heard anything past that one song. Let's not let's not call her a musician. Decent pop creator. Yeah, that I, I will even give her pop artist. You can call her a singer if you want. Well, I don't know how much but, like actual singing she does. I've never researched exactly. that, but I know that when I get again going back to the theme of Kira getting drunk, um, when I get drunk, I want to listen to Maroon Five, The Eagles, and Carly Rae Jepsen. You'll find that um, that that's a really weird blend. Just so we're clear. Yeah. You'll find the most pop artists uh, don't really do anything. <laughs> Except it's production. Look pretty. Yeah, it's a lot of production, mo- mostly production, um, and they don't really do any of that. Uh, most of the time, they don't write anything that they they're singing. So they really yeah. just have to go on stage and be a presence. And there's something to be said for being a presence, like putting on a good show. For instance, Maroon 5 can't put on a good show, apparently. Uh, I mean, Adam Levine his shirt off, and that's all that I care about. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that okay? And, and it's not okay for Janet Jackson's nipple? Yeah. I mean, I'm, not saying that I'm it, fully aware. I'm not saying that it's okay that Janet Jackson had her nipple out, which she actually didn't, if we're being clear. But, um, you know, double standard by far. Oh, easily. Yeah, but it's, it, yeah. I I don't want to see Adam Levine's nipples. I mean, I've seen them before because I googled them once. Not just nipples, <laughs> but like Adam Levine shirtless has definitely been in my Google search history. Like, there is no hiding that fact. <laughs> Although I wasn't aware of his incredibly pretentious California tattoo right across his midriff, like. That's going to be, like, a major contributor to the idea that all Californians are just shitty people. I wouldn't say all of you are. A a good portion. I wouldn't even say a majority, but there's a, you know, a (laughs) non-negligible... Enough to to sway the bell curve. Yeah, like, for instance, us out here. Not everyone is a hipster who's fucking wearing flannels and drinking Starbucks all the time. But they all that mo- But there, there's a substantial, yeah, there's a notable portion, and it's David. I, I, I don't. David, have, we're saying that you're notable. Well, that's good, but I don't have flannels. That's true, and I don't drink coffee. <laughs> that's true, but for not by choice. Yes, <laughs> I would like to. <laughs> yeah, that's. But hey, I'm really struggling here today, folks. 
point is, I don't want to see Adam Levine's nipples. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think he's got I would. Really weird tiny nipples, by the way. He Let's does. That's what that. he. I think it's partly his pectoral muscles. Yeah. But anyway, things that things that I don't need to assess verbally, at least. Yeah. yeah, I think he. I think he should have. You know what actually would have made the, the entire show amazing if he would have had those like little sun nipple covers that Janet Jackson had. The oh, exact same yeah. ones. Yeah. Right. <laughs> how that great would that have been? That would have been incredible. My entire opinion of the halftime show would have changed from that <laughs> one move. <laughs> he took it off and, and was like, "Wait, is he wearing? Oh my god." He is. <laughs> Fuck your SpongeBob meme. This is perfect. <laughs> but really, though, that would have been so much better. The only thing is, I don't know if the youths would have gotten it. <coughs> I personally was rooting for a troll where they just stop everything and protest. Um, <laughs> just take a knee. Just take a knee, but unfortunately, that also did not happen so yeah no. this is why we need to be the halftime show like we'll do we'll practice however they want us to practice and then when we actually get there just fucking stop yeah i think oh, we would sneak also, cap on stage <laughs> he adam levine should have absolutely lip-synced he wasn't terrible by any metric or anything but you can do so much more when you're lip-syncing uh the only person i've seen thus far at a super bowl that i was like wow they really knocked it out of the park, despite not lipsing. It was Lady Gaga. Yeah, but that woman is just she... like a fucking treasure. Yeah, I didn't know she was so short. But, uh, yeah, she's, she's like five foot one. She's not very tall. Um, but I, I thought that she she nailed it. Uh, when Shania Twain did her, she was so very obviously um, lip syncing because she was like literally bouncing up and down. Like you ever tried? talking while bouncing up and down your voice you know your air gets blocked because you're literally you know pushing it out weird yeah and she was just singing with no issue and it's like perfect thank you shania please lip sync this (laughs) please i want you to put on a show and she did and she did however and she will be loved didn't lip sync and didn't put on a show and it was boring yeah that was pretty average yeah, so it was a pretty good metaphor for the Super Bowl that was very boring. Although, you know what? I will say, like, the Rams performed. I, I enjoyed watching the Rams' performance. I will say that. Like, I I got a kick out of seeing that what defense. Well, the defense. Like, I mean, oh, okay. they, they, the only thing that they really could not shut down, which obviously made a difference, was, like, Julian Edelman. Yeah. I mean, they, they really took out a lot back. of the pass options. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. that's, I mean, that's kind of, that was the best way, obviously, to, like, combat yeah. the fact that you're dealing with a rock star quarterback like Tom Brady. It's like, you know, they played yeah. well, but at the same time, like, the pass just exploited. Like, the, it was the next step level. Like, that's where Bill Belichick is, like, a very flexible coach, despite everybody being angry with him all the time, and I hate him. Well, I mean, he is a very flexible coach. Um but yeah, I mean, 
Tom Brady wasn't having a great day either. They were, and it's because, a lot of it's because of that secondary was doing very, very well. Uh, you can see him trying to check down and find receivers that he didn't want to. Uh, he was forcing passes every now and then. Yeah. Uh, just couldn't find the windows. Marcus Peters had himself a fucking game. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. was all over the place and just perfect coverage. Yeah. But unfortunately, like, that's the thing is that offense was able to shift because, like, you know, they saw that happening and they saw that as their barrier and they gave it to a guy who just kind of shredded the run. So, whatever. Well, and, and Fuck you look the at Patriots. The, and you look at the drive where they actually scored their, their touchdown. Uh, it was a fantastic yeah. throw to Gronk that set set it up. I mean, yeah. You know, they, they fantastic really, throw and fantastic catch. Yeah. like just, That shouldn't have been a catch. Yeah. Yeah. And then they just relied on the same thing that they had been doing already. Which is yeah. they like ran the same play up the middle three times in a row, and then you're like, "Oh, they scored." I wonder why. Yeah, <clears throat> and you going into that game, you'd be like, "You're definitely like, oh yeah, Jared Goff will have a passing touchdown easily, and Todd Gurley will have a rushing touchdown." And if they had that, they won. Yeah, ten to three. That was fucking exciting, F- riveting, almost as riveting as nine to three. Yeah, Not but quite. almost. Wait, God 10 to 3, LSU. don't you mean 13 to 3? Whatever, who cares? <laughs> we obviously had so much in stock. <laughs> David, did you have any, any prop bets on the game? Yeah, I won money. <clears throat> Yay! I put money on the Patriots to win. I put money on Tony Romo to do less than, or correctly predict less than seven and a half plays. Um <laughs> I took Julian Edelman on over seven receptions. Uh, Rex Burkhead over Burkhead. two receptions pushed. Um, and then uh, I lost James White over six and a half uh, receptions. Um, and then I think that was it. Not bad. Yeah. All and then I put all the money on the... On the uh, Nuggets, all, all the money I won at least on the Nuggets and lost all of it. So it was fun yeah. while I had it, and now I'm you slowly taken, watching. You should have taken the the under for Patrick Chung having three point five limbs by the end of the game. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. Well, now I'm. I have. I have a parlay. Uh, which was uh, the Pistons winning by four and Portland just winning. And Portland is currently losing by 10 at the beginning of the third quarter. Excellent. So trying to fuck it up for me, even though the Pistons came through. Get pissed on. I I currently am. (laughs) In this edition of how many shitty jokes can we make? More. (laughs) <laughs> it's always the answer. Brought to you by R. Kelly. Ooh. We don't want anything brought by R. Kelly. Is he in prison yet? Of course no. not. Ugh, gross. Not how this works. Yeah. No. I don't know what's worse, him or the fact that Chris Brown still has a career. Ooh. I'm going with Chris Brown, personally. Yeah. That is a horrible human being that is constantly arrested for doing horrible human being things, and we still glorify him. People still work with him. People talk about how great of a person he is. On the record. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Goodbye. <laughs> I'll just spit my tea that... everywhere. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, on tonight's installment of uh, preview review, we'll be watching. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> make, make it stop any second now. <laughs> what men want? Oh, God. <laughs> Answer whatever Kira just did. <laughs> if that were the real case, I would not be single. <laughs> Uh, All right. I know. Rest How often do you would... do that on the first date? You know, <laughs> I, I would take the under, even if that was 0. 0.5. <laughs> Next date, I'm just going to do that and be like, well, guys, that it would be like really cool if I did this. But I think it'd be cool. I'd at least, yeah, at least give it a shot. Yeah, okay. Oh, I mean, might as well at this rate. Worst case scenario, you're a very memorable date at that point. Yeah, worst case scenario, I make it on overheard SF. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I don't know. Let me know when you guys are ready to start. <clears throat> yeah, I'm pulling it up on, we'll count, on here. We'll which, count this shit down. Uh, by the way, people who have made it to this point and didn't turn it off because we didn't talk about sports basically at all. Um tell me if this ends up working if you like it better where i play it and record it or if it would be better if i didn't so that you could listen along with it i'm not really sure the right way to do this okay. all right <clears throat> so, in three. Oh my god wait, wait, wait am i clicking it on one is that tracy morgan yes this, okay three two one go yes it is okay so on, uh, so on go Yes. Yeah. Okay. Three. Two. Three. <laughs> four. The recommended for me is Steve Harvey on firing white people versus firing black people. Black people be like this. Black people be like that. We're destined to fight forever. Blood in the streets. Yeah. Two. Mine is Danny Gonzalez, Trum Trum Reaction Part Two. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> Mine is Laundry Boy Shares Good News. Okay, someone watches way too much wholesome videos on the internet. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> All right, ready? Go. Oh, it starts off starts saying trailer side is already on. Yeah. Don't do that. Pre roll. Oh, uh, look at that houndstooth. I'm making partner, yep. baby. Kira's on the same page. Break that glass ceiling. We all know who deserves okay. this. Give it up for our summit, worldwide sports Boss lady. Hey, that's uh, Brian Bosworth. It's oh. the boss. Wait, really? Yeah, that's Brian Bosworth right there. Also, Her boss is Brian Bosworth. I'm so sick of this boys club. Every day is you don't connect well with me. Yeah, it is. I don't trust women who don't get dudes. Okay, like, so I don't I'm, trust I'm, a man with no I'm good with the cast so far. Keys. 
Yeah, but like men aren't complex. I know like someone you should talk to. Very We're fucking dumb. I can help you connect with men. Oh, I I'm love this. I'm not gonna say we only want sex all the time. But... Oh, that's just jazz. Is that Erica Badu? If you don't count the weed <laughs> and the peyote and the crack. <laughs> Hello, welcome back, Miss Davis. Thank God this one didn't die on me. Starting today, no more drinking at work. Hey, that's too much information. I didn't say anything. What? I feel weird after last night. Yeah, that's what happens when tequila meets desperation. Okay, stop really saying that new things you shouldn't be saying to your boss. No, that's what women want. Can you hear my inner thoughts? I can't hear yeah. From Mel, from Mel Gibson movie? They just yeah. redid it for Martin. Yeah, which also that gets into a larger conversation of like, wow, Hollywood is just not original. No. Hollywood ran out of ideas when they made the breakup starring Vince Vaughn and Rachel from Friends. I love Taraji Hanson. Trying to keep you that. I will watch this just because of her. Nothing yet, except the private poker game tonight. This is not a curse. This is a gift. You but then it's gonna come back and bite her in the ass and something bad is gonna happen and she's gonna wish she didn't do and she's gonna have to you know oh is that mark cuban yep that was oh i smell toast am i having a stroke wait i have toast in my pocket if this movie was honest, like the actual writing for it, it would be the dumbest movie of all time. Men just have dumb thoughts all day long. Yeah. I mean, there there are like there's. I mean, I feel like it can vary. I feel like I know some men who are very thoughtful and yeah, overthink I mean, we'll, we'll say, things. We'll say good things a lot of the time. No, but we'll I mean, also like, just sit there coming wise. up with dumb things. Yeah, but we also just think like dumb shit all the time like the number of times even... that tess goes like oh what are you thinking about and i'm just like nothing and like she's like you had to be it's thinking about something and i'm sitting there i'm like no you don't understand like i'm not thinking about anything i'm just like like yes i'm i'm I would, thinking I was about thinking something about but i'm not focused on anything it's just like thoughts passing through just inconsequential thoughts that don't stick around and have no value at all so when you ask what are you thinking about well at that point i honestly don't know because i it was nothing at that point i'm thinking about what i should tell you that i was thinking about yeah well i'm, I'm no i'm sitting there going what was i thinking about i don't know i know i was thinking about something but it was must have been nothing i feel like mm -hmm. i get those a lot more but it's also pretty common at the same time i feel like i'm able to be more like this is what i'm thinking like right now but if i'm trying to think like, like right now I'm thinking, oh, wow, I have some ingrown hairs on my legs that like I should probably just get an exfoliant and get yeah. rid of. And then I'm thinking about how I need to go to Target. It's just a constant stream of consciousness, whatever it is. So now that I've forced you guys to watch What Men Want, I'm going to send you a clip from Chappelle's show that came out in 2000 and something uh, about if they made what men want. Oh, His no. version's a lot better. Oh. You know what goes through my mind on a regular basis? Shit, shit thoughts like, I wonder what they do with homeless people's bodies when they die. Do they bury them? Do they just burn? What do they do with those? Like, if they're discovered? Well, I mean, like, 
like if a homeless person just dies under an overpass you can't just and like leave usually, their body right no i mean they'll what? find it and then they usually See? try and match dental records that's the like most common way of identifying a human being yeah, 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 but I mean, at some point, you just got to do something with the body. Like you're gonna find, like I'm saying, like you if find a out this person doesn't has, claim them. Yeah, or they, yeah, they don't have any family or anything. They're just literally a body. You know, maybe it's not the most the most common, but it's definitely like a thing that they have to have some plan for. Just body disposal. Yeah. For trash what bodies. Do they do. See. If someone doesn't claim a body. What happens to unclaimed bodies? By DNJ.com, I guess? State-funded funerals. What happens to the unclaimed dead? Oh, so it's like a courthouse wedding, but for funerals? Yeah. Hmm. In biblical times, and before refrigeration or <laughs> the dead had to be buried as quickly as possible. All bodies would go to the same blah, 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 cemeteries. Started taking shape in 1620s. Oh my Potter's god. I hate field. when people write this way. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know the answer to the question. I, know. I don't want to like, scroll through the entire thing, skimming the whole way down. Uh, today, almost every city in the U.S. cremates unclaimed people. Uh, see, they burn them. However, New York City is rare. To this day, the city ferries unclaimed bodies in pine coffins. To Hart Island, an uninhabited island with a potter's field of more than one million people. Jeez, Cities no. have deals with local funeral homes to handle unclaimed bodies. After cremation, every city has different rules for how it handles remains. For example, LA County stores them for three years and buries them in a mass grave if they go unclaimed. <clears throat> so then it has a whole thing. landfill for bodies so in LA. Pretty much. <clears throat> I bet there's like a shit ton of unclaimed bodies in LA too, because of people that want to go out and become Hollywood stars and instead get murdered and drop somewhere. Yeah. Anyway, so right. that's what happened. Who wants to watch this? I'm clip? ready. Okay. Three. Go. Man, if I could just slide a finger down the crack of that ass. Oh, mama. God. Jesus. Which is definitely a far more accurate representation of what would happen in what men want. Yeah. I have, I, I really enjoyed definitely watch, like reading more about undead or unclaimed dead bodies. Oh, good. See, this is the kind of dumb thoughts that you'll uh, encounter if you hear my thoughts all day. But see, it would be awesome because A, we would just keep Googling awesome shit and learn That's new true. things. Like, I Can am I just all send you for this. All the, all the weird, dumb things that I Google in a day sometimes? Yes. Okay. Because I, I, I try to find answers to questions like that all the time. 
It's like I've been stoned since I was 18 or something. Maybe. For instance, did you know that in most uh, cases it's illegal to own an otter? Except if you have a like East Asian otter or something like that. That's the, There's only one otter you're legally allowed to own. So if you ever see somebody have a pet otter, it is one specific type. Like you can't go and pick up a sea otter or anything like that. Oh yeah, I think I remember seeing something about that. True facts. I needed to know the answer to that question. I mean, it's it's honestly very important. You could probably get an exemption if you buy a zoo like Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah. The the rare we bought probably. a zoo reference. Yeah, you could probably I feel like that actually happens more often. A zoo. Wait, you feel like what Wait. happens more often? Having a, a reference to We Bought a Zoo in our podcast. I, I think this is a first. <laughs> I'm, I'm hopping off. Yeah. All right. I'm sleepy and I'm ready for a nap. Yeah. I'm getting off too. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Uh, Later. I just sent mine. What were we <laughs> sending? Our favorite train gifs to celebrate um, this unstoppable train, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>